0: It's finally a game day after the Florida Panthers had have four days off of hockey. They now return to the ice tonight in game action. On today's episode, we're going to talk about some of the notes from Wednesday's Florida Panthers practice. We're also going to talk about the numbers in the month of February for this Cats team, as well as preview tonight's game against the Ottawa Senators, all on today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Thursday, March 3rd edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen today. I'm Armando Velez from PantherParkway.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore F-L-A Panthers. You can also follow the national show, Lockdown NHL, and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire, and Mary Clark will be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. And it's a game day. Yes. I'm so excited to be talking about a game now for this uh, Florida Panthers team. As especially, or in the middle, when they're in the middle of a losing streak currently, couldn't be a better time for this Florida Panthers team to get a little bit of rest, but also kind of anticipate what's going to come for this team and see how they're gonna come out of the gate as well. After four days off and in the middle of a losing streak right now. But first, we're going to talk a little bit about the Florida Panthers returning to practice on Wednesday at the Panthers Ice Den in uh, Coral Springs. And a little bit of more of it, of what we are likely to see out of Pateri Lindbaum, a, a player who the Florida Panthers uh, signed um, from the... For, who won a uh, gold medal for uh, team Finland who came overseas um, had to sign, had to clear waivers. And then the Florida Panthers had to make a decision on whether he was going to be sent to the AHL or the NHL. And Andrew Brunette today during practice was asked what he what was going to happen for Pateri Lindbaum when he does eventually make his way to the United States. And, Andrew Burnett talked about how he needs to go still through a little bit of immigration and and go and go through all that before coming over here. But the plan is for Lindbaum is to be on the NHL roster. Now the question is who is the guy odd man out on the decor for the Florida Panthers? Some might say Carlson, some might say Ole Olevi. I'm going to guess at this point right now, because of playing time and opportunities that it's going to be Olio Olevi. that's going to be the odd man out because Lucas Carlson has had way more playing time than Olio Olevi. I mean Olio Levy has hasn't been healthy all year. He went through a conditioning stint as well. But just the playing time and what Lucas Carlson has brought has been a little more impressive in my opinion than what Olio Levy has brought even though I saw a little bit of flashes of past breakups in the prior game that I saw of Olevi uh playing. And the Andrew Burnett also spoke about why the sky isn't falling for this Florida Panthers team. And he went to explain his answer after giving the original answer. And the original answer was three words, body of work. With this three-game losing streak out of 53 games, that's only less than 6% of your season. So the Florida Panthers going on the streak. I know that they've faced backup goaltenders. I know that they've had multiple two-goal deficits in each game. But body of work, this team just does not forget how to play hockey all of a sudden. It just doesn't happen like that. The, this team is too skilled in order to forget how to play and to go on a extended losing streak. At least that's my opinion. We could be having a different conversation if they find a way to lose these next two games. Then we really have to start talking. He did, uh, Andrew Burnett did, in fact, talk about Pateri Lindbaum, about how he worked with him in St. Louis while he was there. Originally drafted by the St. Louis Blues, Andrew Burnett had a stop in St. Louis. So familiarity as well. And Andrew Burnett also talked about how he got to see a little bit of the Olympics and got to see an old, uh, old player that he worked with. So familiarity with Andrew Burnett goes a long way in signing Pateri Lindbaum uh, to a contract. And again, the the goal is right now to put him in the club. It's still not going to move the needle for what the Florida Panthers are looking to do on their defensive core uh, coming to the trade deadline. I still do think that they need to make some type of trade, but a debt piece doesn't hurt regardless of all that. And although the situation like I talked about with Jacob Winans yesterday on Winans Wednesday about Pateri Lindbaum the situation is not good the elephant in the room is still there about bringing him over from Russia um after everything that's happened in their invasion of the Ukraine but hey a debt piece for the Florida Panthers help, helps a little bit even it's like it's like giving it's like you're at a traffic light and a, a poor person wants a, a few coins for food you give them a little bit, even 25 cents, it helps a little bit. And for for Pateri Lindbaum coming over and a person who's been through some of the battles in the Olympics recently, it it helps a, even a little bit, though it doesn't move the needle for this Florida Panthers team. So it, it's a it's a good situation for the Florida Panthers to be in. Uh, Jonathan Huberto also spoke about the upcoming game against Ottawa, talking about how The Florida Panthers aren't really focused on the eight to two loss the last time around because, and they also want to respect the other opponent regardless of record. He's also answered a question about how people are bringing other teams are bringing in their A game every single time they face the Florida Panthers. So there is, in fact, once again, a target on their back. And Jonathan Huberdeau said, "quote It's more about us," close quote, when it comes to the losing streak that they're on. How they need to get better. He talks about how they need to learn how to have fun again, and that that they need to get back to just that. And of course, of course, playing together and even sharing a laugh off the ice is going to go a long way with how you have fun on the ice. And also confirmed that Josianne Huberto, uh, the sister of Jonathan Huberto, will be singing the national anthem uh, for their game on Thursday night against Ottawa. For for what for what it's worth. So. Anton Lindell also spoke to the media talking about how he played with Limbaum in the IIHF Worlds just last year. So talked about how he's a funny guy, a big guy who moves the puck well, great uh, two-way play, and he they happened to be in communication with each other as soon as the signing was made and he cleared waivers. So uh, familiarity with a coach and a rookie sensation. We can call Anton Lindell a rookie sensation for this Florida Panthers team. So familiarity with those two. I believe it's going to really bring a very comfortable environment for Terry Lindholm, Lindbaum, excuse me, uh, when he makes his way for to the Florida Panthers. And I don't think he's going to play on Thursday against Ottawa. I feel that the earliest he could play is possibly Saturday against Detroit due to uh, everything that's going on with immigration and custom enforcement. So if not maybe we'll see them on the the quick two-game road trip at buffalo and pittsburgh uh, starting on monday and tuesday but in the next segment we're going to break down some of the numbers that the florida panthers had in the month of february comparing it to the rest of the season but right now we're going to tell you all about bet online and football might be over this season but basketball is in full swing for both pro and college from all the latest odds total player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right to your Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline. Where the game starts. Second segment here on the Locked Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you for making the Locked Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. So right when the Florida Panthers were having their 15 days off in between games, between their game against the New York Rangers the first day of February and their nationally televised game against the Carolina Hurricanes, I decided to do an episode of Month by Month Breakdown of the Florida Panthers season, and I highly recommend everybody to go back and listen to that if you have the opportunity to, uh, because I'm going to be doing this every single month, every single month that wraps up for the Panthers, and that and looking up the episode right now, it's on February 11th. That's when the uh, when I posted that episode. If you want to go back to that date for the Panthers, but Let's talk a little bit about some of the final numbers in the month of February. So the Florida Panthers, as far as record, 3-4-0 in the month of February, which is by points percentage, their worst in the season. But for some context, isn't it better for the Panthers to have for their worst record to come all season in a month, have to come on in a month that they don't play as many games with an Olympic break going on. So it's not a cause for worry. And also for some context as well, over a third of the league had to play double digit games as well. So the, the Panthers, it doesn't necessarily tell the whole story because numbers might be skewed a different way due to the not equal amount of games that the Florida Panthers had to play, Versus other teams have had to play. And once again. As far as luck. When it comes to the Florida Panthers. They've had their fair share of it. Once again. Coming out of the Christmas break originally. And coming out of the the Olympic break. Slash all-star break as well. Where they started off with three road wins. Just the three recent home wins. Is just something we haven't seen out of the Panthers. And just maybe getting a little too comfortable on their home ice. So as far as goals for 3.71 you take that most times if you're the if you're the panthers i mean three goals 3.71 goals most times you'll win games with that type of offensive production ninth in the nhl in the month of february but that was their worst month believe it or not in goals for throughout the season every single month with the exception of February, they've been in the top five goals against this one is just not the good one here. 3.86, uh, good for, or bad for 28th in the NHL. So almost near the bottom of the NHL in this one. And that one is in fact, their worst month as well. Uh, they've, as far as goals against per game, either they're in the 20s or inside the top 10 in each month this season. Once again, go back to the episode on February 11th to listen to month-by-month breakdown. But it's just a little bit of up and down when it comes to the defense and the goaltending as well for this uh, Florida Panthers team. Power play percentage, 20.8%, good for 16th, which is about their season average, something that we expect out of this Florida Panthers team, really, uh, at this point in time we of course we want it to all be better we want it to be back to where it was in the month of january when they were fourth in in the nhl i mean in january they supported a 12-2-1 record and the the power play was just on fire but this one it the florida panthers kind of went a little bit back down to earth as far as the power play uh part of things uh pk percentage as far as that 72% good for 29th in the NHL. So PK is uh not as good as well. Um just being in the box a little bit too much um as well and just with with the Florida Panthers they they're, it, that's also their worst month as far as PK percentage. I mean, start off hot um in October and every every, every single month it's either in the teens or with 2 months of the uh of the season they've been in the 20s as well um goaltending ha- hasn't hasn't been impressive uh neither i mean even in the three wins the when the Florida Panthers started three, oh 0 0 and i guess i guess maybe we could have saw that coming in a way because even in the three wins Sergei Bobrovsky was letting in some goals that maybe the florida panthers shouldn't have allowed what helped with the panthers is that they that they weren't allowing as many shots on their end but the still there was some goals that you you look back and say bob maybe you should have gotten that one uh, and bob had a 3-2-0 record 877 save percentage and a 3.08 goals against average um, for Spencer Knight and Jonas Johansson, Spencer Knight started the very first game uh, of the month of February against New York. Uh, the numbers, um, reading Spencer Knight's numbers, wouldn't necessarily do do it justice because they're skewed only with one game. Same thing with Johansson. But let's let's be honest. I think the Yo- Jonas Johansson's experiment it's done after one game. Uh, after after seeing what had happened um, in the one and only game that he got to start. Point production, um, Huberto still leads the way. Another month where he leads the way, continuing his case for the Hart Trophy. Um, just two points back right now of Connor McDavid. Uh, one goal, 11 assists for 12 points. Alexander Barkov, four goals and seven assists. Uh, Aaron Ekblad, four goals and five assists. Aaron Ekblad, incredible month of um, fe- February. Uh, Sam Reinhart, uh, seven points with three goals and four assists. And Anthony Duclair, um, two two goals and four assists for... Uh, The Cats in that one. So month of February, though it's not encouraging as far as the record, the Florida Panthers, they still had a little bit of bright spots in that month due to their ability to pick up road wins. And though they came a little bit back down to earth, again, like I said in the beginning of the show, body of work for this Florida Panthers team. I don't expect them to go on another extended losing streak at home, especially when you start twenty-three and three. I mean, it's it, it's not it's not something that I that I'm going to forecast of it continuing. And again, the Florida Panthers when when they do return home after this homestand, because they're going to go on a quick uh, two-game trip out in the, in the Northeast. I mean, they'll be facing against the Flyers. I mean, the Flyers have challenged them both times in close games, but the Florida Panthers have been able to um, challenge them. And they have two home games at the end of the month against Montreal and Chicago. But this is a month coming up that they're going to be a, play a majority of their games on the road. And their recent road success is encouraging. Just got to continue to create good habits as they, as they take the show on the road, because they're going to have an extended road trip out in California and in Vegas. Uh, And, but, and they'll have a Canadian trip too in the, in the North, Northeastern part of Canada. And regardless of record, those are going to be hard places to play. And as of right now, things can change. You expect those Canadian markets right now to be at full capacity as well, or at least half. Uh, capacity and those are those are hostile environments that the Florida Panthers have ha- have to go into and this is the month where the Florida Panthers finally face Toronto for the first time this season and we've we've been talking a little bit here and there about the division we've talked about Toronto and this is the month that the Florida Panthers will be facing off against them uh for the first time this season and that that I got that circled it's a su- Sunday, March 20 27th uh, an evening game, uh, a Sunday night game. So that one is the one I'm really looking forward to. I'm also looking forward to seeing how they face off against Jack Eichel as he makes his return to the lineup, seeing the progression of the LA Kings as well. I mean, the first game against LA, I mean, you could crumble that up and just throw it away uh, after half the roster was out. So that was a that was a hard one. Um, and it, it felt like they didn't have a chance on that one. So that that is what the, m- the month ahead is going to look like. But what matters is finishing out strong and only a few home games this month. The majority of them are going to be on the road. And before you hit out on the road, I mean, it's extremely important to get some of these, especially since the Florida Panthers are losing a little bit of... Um, the, they lost the lead for the Atlantic Division. So you don't want to widen that gap Uh, for the Panthers as they try to win the division and with only one matchup remaining against Tampa Bay Lightning and three against Toronto. So buckle up, Panther fans, because this is going to be a fight to the finish for sure. In the next segment, we're going to preview tonight's game against the Ottawa Senators as Brady Kachuk and company will be making their visit over to Sunrise, Florida for the second time this season. So we'll talk about that next. On. Locked on Panthers. Continuing this conversation on the Locked on Florida Panthers podcast, where the Florida Panthers will be bringing in the Ottawa Senators uh, tonight at 7 p.m. at FLA Live Arena. So the, the Senators, they're rebuilding. The Pierre Dorian talked about how the rebuild is over, but it hasn't come to fruition for the Sens. But they, again, I mentioned it a few weeks ago how the senators have played spoiler against some of the top teams in the NHL and they're doing it with their defense and let's talk a little bit about their defense in just the last month just the month of february the ottawa senators who are one of the teams that have had to play double digit games due to cancellation due to covid and especially canadian teams have been hit the hardest with uh, postponements 2.42 goals against in the month of February. Good for seventh in the NHL. However, they have a hard time scoring goals. Uh, 31st in the NHL in the month of February at 2.17. Power play percentage as well, 27%. PK percentage, average, just like the Panthers, um, as, as far as uh, 82.4 in that one. Connor Brown's leading the way with nine points. Brady Kachuk with eight. Nick Holden with seven. And Timmy Stuzla and Timmy Stutzla, has a shooting percentage of 22.2 in the month of February. Not sustainable, but still an impressive month for Timmy Stutzla, former third overall pick uh, from the 2020 draft, same draft as Anton Lindell. And they did lose 5-2 against the Tampa Bay Lightning just the other day. But it just also just goes to show how goalie wins are just stupid. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. Matt Murray being placed on waivers. Matt Murray uh, was thought to be a little bit of a scapegoat for what was going on in Ottawa this season, a two-time Stanley Cup champion. His numbers for the month of February, 943 save percentage, 2.11 goals against average. If you want to take a little bit of a pause and try to guess what Matt Murray's record is in the month of February... Take a little bit of a pause and think about it. His record is 1-4-0 in the month of February. Just goes to show that goal support is just so important in this game. Just like pitchers, run support is important uh, in, in the game of baseball, which I'm hoping baseball comes back because even though the Marlins are awful, I, I, I still want to see them play. But, you know, that's besides the point. But goal support is just very important for um a goaltender and sometimes you could just ask thomas vilcoon during his time with the florida panthers um had seven shutouts in one season but the florida panthers couldn't support him with goals when he was the goalie for the panthers anton forsberg as well a 930 save percentage and a 2.42 goals against average in the month of february but the goals aren't coming for the ottawa senators so the Panthers have had a little bit of a tough time scoring lately with their worst scoring month of the season. And the Panthers, average defensively, really. I'm expecting this to be maybe a lower scoring game, maybe like a 2-1 to one or a 3-2 to two type of game. Um, I think the Panthers will be ready. I don't think it's going to be 8-2 because let's also put some context in it. That was the beginning of their COVID outbreak. And even though Ryan Lomberg at that time was the only player to be placed on the COVID list, maybe the Panthers were a little bit slower in their step in that game based on the players who had not yet tested positive, but might have already had it while playing. And it might have been, might have felt a little bit woozy or a little bit slow in their step, a, a little bit. I don't know. That That's just a guess on my part. But that could also put a, be, be a little bit of why that happened. And just with the Panthers, also let's not forget that that was a game that broke open mostly in the later part of the game. Um, the Panthers and the Senators in that one, I believe four of the goals were scored in the final period, um, if my memory uh, serves right. Um, yeah, looking at it right now. Four goals were um scored in the last period. So the Florida Panthers still they uh they still were in sh- striking distance of the of the Senators right after the second period, but of course the Senators just <laughs> not even a minute in to the third period, they find a way to score and then break it open right then and there and Spencer Knight's not taken out. There's rumor about Bob having some type of injury and then the that was the beginning of Spencer Knight being sent down has has been pretty good um during his time in the AHL not not the best in his last start but I've been really monitoring Spencer Knight ever since he's been back in the AHL and Andrew Burnett talked a little bit about Spencer Knight being back at some time during the homestand and we haven't seen anything are they waiting until the very last game of the homestand against Detroit to see whether Spencer Knight is going to start. I don't have the answer to that, but that's if that's what Andrew Burnett said that he's going to bring him in sometime during the homestand. That is the only game that I could guess right, right now that he is going to be brought back to the lineup. So something to keep an eye on and on Friday we will be breaking down this game against the Ottawa Senators and hopefully we will be talking about the Florida Panthers snapping their losing streak against Ottawa. Talking about how the lessons that this Panthers team has learned from this time playing Ottawa and the last time and we'll be also looking forward to the last game at homestand against the Detroit Red Wings and talking a little bit about that game. So Panthers hockey is back, four days off, and we finally have some hockey action to talk about. And I couldn't be excited to bringing it to be bringing it to you guys here on this program. So, in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast. So you'll be notified every single time the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL and the Crosscheck NHL Show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you once again for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Hostile Rodent and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where's your team every day.